0: Welcome to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update, providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news relating to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Mortgage Banking Solutions, enabling executives to take their business to the next level. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is 646 716 4972. And now, here is your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin.
1: So good to have you with us, everybody. Welcome from the desert. We're broadcasting live today, February 26th, from the Mortgage Collaborative here in the Ritz-Carlton in Tucson, Arizona, up in Dove Mountain. It is spectacular here, folks. Beautiful. Wish you all could be here and uh, be familiar. I definitely want you to become familiar with the Mortgage Collaborative, as this is an excellent organization to be a part of. And we really appreciate you being a part of this broadcast. Uh, Well, podcast, I guess, is the technical term. We again, this podcast is created by mortgage professionals for mortgage professionals, and we are the proud recipient of the Innovation Award from Progress and Lending. Today's hot topic segment, we're gonna be talking about innovation. We are very excited to have David Gansberg, the president and CEO of ArchMI, joining us. We're talking about some of the vision that they've had. If you've noticed, folks, ArchMI is a new upstart and they are just flat taken over because of some innovation that's going out there. So we've got David uh, gansberg is going to be talking with us during the hot topic segment very excited to have him giving an update and especially his view of the industry it's so encouraging to see upstarts coming into the market and the optimism that comes with it so very excited to have david on the podcast here a little bit a little bit later in the program I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors and isn't that convenient we start right off with arch mi Mar- Arch mortgage insurance the creator of the new innovative rate star program a little bit more on that later and of course A lot more on it when it comes to the Hot Topic segment. Also, a special thank you to Motivity Solutions, the mortgage industry's leading business technology dashboard, really helping companies manage their business in a real time with real time reporting, dashboards, and scorecards. Also, a special thank you to Velma, the virtual electronic marketing assistant, that does a great job of getting the word out about our program. They are so flexible. You can do a set it and forget it campaign, or you can set a real custom program. They'll work with you on your messaging, and they get it out in a real excellent fashion. I really enjoy the partnership with them and uh, just a quality group of people. Brent Emler and the team there, man, first-class people and a first-class service. Also, our newest sponsor, Simplify. Really excited to have them here. And how timely, especially in this post-TRID world, timing is of the essence. essence, And uh, waiting for an email, and the latest update is just... Doesn't work anymore. You have to check out Simplifiles, way in which they collaborative, collaboratively communicate with settlement agents in a real-time chat and messaging format. You can track, share, receive, and validate documents and data. You can also share changes and updates and deficiencies in your documents and status in a real-time back-and-forth electronic communications exchange. It's outstanding service. We're really excited to have them as well as all our sponsors to be a part of the podcast. Each day, check out SimpliFile at Simplify s i m p l i f i l e dot com or call them at one eight hundred four excuse me one 5657, five, and if you missed last week's podcast where we had Nancy Alley, the head of sales and um, uh, strategic, uh, more strategic alliances and strategic uh, initiatives for Simplify, we had her on as a special guest last week. That was a really good program, received a lot of downloads and a lot of feedback, so go check out last week's Hot Topic segment. It's also posted up as a separate podcast, as will this one today on our website, Lickin' Unlending. Go there, check it out. Also, a special thank you, of course, goes out to Alice and Joe and Paul and Sam and all those that make this uh, podcast possible. And uh, let's talk about up- upcoming MBA conferences. Again, I'm here at the Mortgage Collaborative. Wish you were here all of us. <laughs> Wish you could have the whole audience here. It's a great collaborative, uh, and it's, it's uh, real exciting to see what's going on here. But I want to talk about the Midwinter Conference. That's for the NBA, March 2nd through the 5th. That's going to be up in uh, Bachelor Gulch in uh, Avon, uh, Colorado. David Stevens. uh, And it's it's got snow in a mountain. David Stevens is on it. He's got the Midwinter Housing Finance Conference there. Also, March 10th, we have the Condominium Lending uh, Workshop and the Challenges Opportunities that go with Condominium Lending. Be sure to check that out. That is in Crystal City, Virginia. Also, April 3rd through the 6th, the National Technology Conference that the NBA is throwing, and that's at the JW Marriott in L.A., live in uh, Los Angeles. And I'll be podcasting, broadcasting from there, from the DNH booth, uh, and very excited to be uh, there with you and everyone. Uh, so swing on by the booth. Check out all the NBA conferences and education at org at nba.org, or check it out by just Googling MBA Conferences and Education. You'll get it. And when you're there, check out MBA's Mortgage Alliance program. Strongly recommend you to join that, become a member of it. Again, a lot of people have the misnomer that you have to be a member of the MBA to be involved with the Mortgage Action Alliance. That is not the case. You can just get registered and become active. Now, what you do have to do, your obligation, is to act on the notice that they give. So it's so simple. They send you a notice, contact your congressman. They will then, in turn, email. They send you an email. All you have to do is get point, click, and it's done. It's off. And so it's a great way to get our voice heard. Joe Farr is here with me. It's good to have Joe Far always. Anytime we get a chance to hang with Joe Farr, it is always fun, and he uh, he's a, it's just a delight. So, Joe, what you got? What's going on in the markets here?
2: Well, they were we're down just a little bit today. Uh, nice to see the the reason being that the stock market's recovered a little bit. It was up a couple yeah. hundred last time I looked, and so happy to report that the, we're only down two or three thirty seconds. It's been a fairly quiet day so far today. Uh, yeah, you know, last week was uh, a pretty quiet week as well. Although, uh, and we continued our, our weekly improvement, but it was really a, a nice recovery from what we saw the Thursday and Friday of the week before. You might remember, at the high on Thursday, from the high on Thursday to the low on Friday, we lost about 150 basis points in price, and uh, and so it didn't carry over into last week. For the week, we we gained five thirty seconds. Uh, there was some data that came out last week that could have made our prices go uh, a little lower, and it didn't, so we're glad to see that. It had to do with the uh, CPI data. Both the core and the overall CPI showed a, a bit of an increase, and uh, core CPI was at its highest level since 2012. Uh, overall CPI was at its highest level since 2014. Both are showing a trend higher, uh, which we don't want to see. Uh But there are still some headwinds. Uh, You know, the the global growth uh, is still a concern. Uh, These are things that that could keep inflation from accelerating too quickly. Oil prices, still uh, the drop in oil prices I don't think has made its way all the way through to uh, reducing cost. And uh, and the dollar remains strong. And it seems as though the foreign central banks are intent on keeping their currencies weak. So uh, our imported price, prices ought to remain low. Uh, a couple other economic measures last week uh, surprise to the upside. Industrial production far exceeded expectations and then initial jobless claims remained low at only 262,000 now. The housing activity that came out last month was uh, a little below expectations. building yeah. confidence fell That's a some, point. and housing starts fell some. So, um not good on that side. The Fed minutes that came out on Wednesday really didn't reveal too much. I guess the takeaway is that it indicated the Fed may be overall a little more dovish than what was previously expected. Uh, the expectations for rate hikes in 2016 did fall some, so uh, we might not have to deal with that. Stocks recovered about 400 points last week.
1: Yeah, nice a little recovery.
2: Yeah. So this week uh, it, it's really a pretty full week of data. Starting tomorrow, we have existing home sales and consumer confidence. Wednesdays, new home sales. Thursdays, durable orders. Core PCE comes out on, uh, uh, on Friday at 8.30, and, and that's going to be very interesting to see, given how uh, CPI and Core CPI uh, came out this last week. Uh, and then we'll get the second look at fourth quarter GDP at 8.30 on Friday. So... Uh, I'd say pay attention. It should be a pretty good week for uh, economic data, although economic data hasn't been the big driver so far. or it really has,
1: no. Weeks. Yeah, it hasn't. But I'll tell you, Joe, one of the things, you know, uh, anytime I'm at any one of these conferences, you know what I've got up on my phone all the time? Your mobile app. I yeah. got to tell you, I, it's all everything's about mobile technology is going there. Uh, all the tension withdrawn to it is rocket mortgage and all that, and especially when, with with Archmi's Raystar program. I love that stuff. What they can do on, on a mobile app, and I tell you that <laughs> you were commenting when I called you the other day. Says Dave, I see you on my mobile mobile app all the time. I said it is so there's so much information and it's so quick and easy and it's fast. So I encourage people to check it out. Joe, thank you so much for you taking bet. time as always. To be here, dial in and be a part of the podcast. You do a great job, and it's a great service. Folks, if you have not checked out this service, shame on you. you got to check it out. <laughs> Joe Farr can be found at mbsquoteline.com. Listen to this ad. We'll be right back with Paul Malo right after the break. Always fun to get an update on what's going on at IMF News' website. So we're going to be talking to Paul Malo right after the break.
0: Economic uncertainty has created a tremendous amount of market volatility for the past few weeks. Intraday price changes seem the rule rather than the exception. Have you been surprised by a midday price change? Have you been frustrated as you locked a loan just ahead of a price movement? Found it difficult to explain to a customer why the rate you quoted is no longer available? MBS Quoline can eliminate these frustrations. MBS Quoline monitors Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and Ginnie Mae mortgage-backed security prices in real time. It makes the information conveniently available on your desktop, smartphone, or by email or text. Text message These are the same prices used to set mortgage rates each morning and to issue midday price changes when significant movement occurs. With MBS Quoteline, you'll never be out of touch with the market, whether you're in the office or on the road. See for yourself what MBS Quoteline can do for you. Go to MBSquoteline.com to start a risk free two week trial. MBSquoteline.com. 646 716 4972. The Lincoln on Lending Show is back. Here is your host, David Lickin. I'm chuckling. Someone just sent me a text. Hey, wait a minute. You're going out of order. Here, Alice Alby's supposed
1: to be next. And I go, normally Alice is with us, and that is correct. Thank you for reminding me. You know, I, at, at 65, people say, Dave, you're getting a little old. You're forgetting things. Well, Alice is actually on vacation. We're missing here. But she is down in sunny Florida enjoying some time with some friends. Our old friend, uh, she's not old. She's uh, young and retired, and that's Jan Wessel. She's down there having a ball. So, anyway, wish you the best time. Alice, be sure to give uh, Jan, our, our good mutual friend, a big hug. But Paul Malo, good to have you here with us as always. You appreciate that. You. You got your website up for those that are not familiar with it, IMFNews.com. Check it out. Best one of the better ones out there for the
3: latest happenings, and uh, you're all over it. What you got for us, Paul? Well, crunching the numbers, uh, MBS holdings by banks and thrifts, uh, they actually, you know, it's hard to believe, but they're out a record, uh, and they were up again. That's amazing. You know, what's interesting about this is that banks are ceding market share and originations and servicing to non-banks, but meanwhile, they're going out there and buying the end product. <laughs> so it's almost like, well, you know, all right, so right, we're giving up the risk here, but we'll buy the end thing. Because these are agency securities, so they're they're get- you know their presence in the mortgage market is still strong. I just think it's sort of interesting the way uh they're i don't know i hate to say this chickening out of the mortgage business to some degree, but yeah, you know they're yeah, facing like you know regulatory this and that, and in particular foreign banks, there's lots of predictions about what 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 foreign banks are going to do in the m b s space uh there's already been cutbacks by Barclays and a number of other street firms in their trading desk and that's you know, just an amazing story in one way, so yeah. uh number two, uh big story that broke sort of big this morning. B of A has uh rolled out a new three percent down, that's no mortgage insurance on it. But, you know, the question is, you know, how much they're gonna do in volume here. This is in tandem uh with Freddie Mac and the self help credit union down in North Carolina. Again, three percent down. Uh they'll allow for some non traditional uh income. Uh but you know, five hundred million they're committing the first year, It's not a huge number. B of A's market share in FHA has been steadily slipping for years. They had a big billion dollar settlement with FHA a couple of years ago, back, I think two years back. Uh it'll be interesting to see, but listen, B of A's not taking on r- a lot of risk here. The first uh loss position is is held by the nonprofit credit union. So it almost looks like you know maybe b of a's doing this for c r a reasons I uh, wouldn't be surprised uh they told me right before I went on air that you know they have no intentions to cut back further on f h a lending but look they're they're number twenty two when it comes to f h a lending that's not a huge huge position to yep. be in right now so an uh, interesting story we continue to follow is that there is a secondary market in TRID error loans. We've been reporting on that since uh, yeah. January. Uh, Mid-America is apparently winning a lot of the bids or so they think. We talked to Jeff Bodie there this morning, and he gave us the lowdown on what they're up to. Uh, they're seeing about 20 uh, TRID loans a week for auction. These are scratch-and-dent TRID loans. They think they're winning a lot of the bids. Uh, it's not a huge market, but just the fact that you have to have a market Uh, for these TRID loans has got some people outraged. Uh, You know, the TRID TRID mess is, uh, you know, a big topic for the uh, mortgage industry right now, and we'll continue to watch that. Uh, D D of L, Department of Labor, uh, you know, there's something going on there with overtime pay and white collar workers. Uh more than a hundred members of Congress recently sent a letter expressing their concern about reviving some of the overtime rules for white collar workers and mortgage firms should be concerned because it could affect some of their staff and uh mortgage bankers, you know, they really don't want to go paying extra costs these days. And having to pay uh, overtime for white-collar workers is not something that is, uh, you know, something they're keen to do. We'll continue to watch how that uh, that story plays out. Impact. Uh, guy, everyone's talking about Rocket Mortgage. Boy, there's a story I'm so sick of. Uh, you know, yes. Rocket Mortgage, you know, <laughs> hit a button, get a mortgage. I mean, it just doesn't <laughs> work that way. It does uh, I mean, no. it's, it's it's You know, listen, I'm sure it's a neat little product. Everyone talked about the Super Bowl ad. Uh, but, listen, you can hit a button and get a mortgage right away, but, you know, you don't need a mortgage right away <laughs> because you still got to give your landlord 30 days notice or more, and then you got to sell your other house. And, you know, a lot of times you can get loan approvals pretty quick. Uh, I'm not saying it's, it's it's not a neat technology, but uh, Impact blasted it. Or I shouldn't say blasted it. They didn't see the big deal in their earnings call. They got asked about it. By some of the stock analysts, and they don't see a whole lot of difference between the rocket mortgage and their quick response and their call center operation, which is called cash call. Uh, So, you know, who knows where we're going with the rocket mortgage thing. But, uh, you know, it's a neat story in a way. It is. That's and cool. in short takes, uh, we just talked a little bit more about the B of A uh, low-down product and um, and some other items there. Uh, just a real quick uh, thing, Auckland's got earnings out next week. Everyone's going to be watching that one, as well as Nation Star is coming up, and uh, Walter, and Stonegate. So those are the other biggies coming up in the non bank specs. I'm sorry, Dave, what were you about to say or ask me?
1: I was going to say that Auckland's n- earnings are anticipated to be neutral. Is that what
3: I'm reading on your site? Well, no, the uh, Piper Jafferys, uh put out a, a a new report on Auckland. They followed the stock as a recharge firm. They called it neutral. I think a lot of the analysts that are left following the stock, you know, it's a neutral because it's five bucks a share and it's book value is probably under what right. it's servicing is worth. Uh, listen, I mean, Auckland, we've been reporting on it for a long time. It's, it's, long it's time. one of these stories, you know, where are they going? You know, what's their future? Okay, so they're, you know, the stock trades it. Um, you know, lessen their liquidation value. But, you know, they have to prove themselves to investors that, you know, they have a future in this industry, and no one's quite sure what that future is anymore. And they've talked about being a top-ten lender, but they're not even in the top 40 now. So, you know, unless they roll something out here that's going to, you know, do something, I, I don't, I just, you know, they're just a big question mark. So. Uh, there,
1: it's a, there's a big overhang there, and uh, so it'll be real interesting to see if we see some of those. Let's go back to the and Mortgage story. Sure. You know, we're here at the Mortgage Collaborative event, and we also have David Gansberg, President and CEO of MI, sure. on uh, the Hot Topics segment today. And there's just their innovative products, what they're doing with the, uh, the apps, uh, iPhone, I mean the mobile apps. I really see this. I think the rocket mortgage, the story about the rocket mortgages is really focusing on this whole shift to everything going mobile, which we've all known for some period of time. Are you tracking some of the other mobile uh, initiatives that are on the market out there at all?
3: You know, we've written a couple of stories here and there about the, the mobile thing. And, you know, when it comes down to it, you can get okay. You know, a lot of people can check. You know, it depends on the generation. They can check where their loan is mobile uh, and they can yes, check the yes. status of their loan and where it's going. But, you know, in the end, you still have all this documentation, which you got to look at probably electronically on a laptop or a PC or, or on exactly. paper. You can't yes. look at all that stuff. on. I mean, and by the way, you mentioned um, Arch. and I should point out inside Mortgage Finance just that it's a fourth quarter and full year MI rankings in our Thursday edition, and, and Arch is one of the top – um, uh, had one of the top growth rates among all the MI firms. Love so you, they're obviously making inroads uh in the MI space and uh, that's something we should point out. Yeah, very good.
1: It's good to always have you dial in, give us your perspective. You do a great job. And folks, if you're not signed up to receive the daily email from them, it's it's so simple. Go to imf News dot com. Spell it out. Enunciate it very clearly. So IMFnews.com and it's right here at the bottom of the stories. I'm looking at it right now. You just put your email address and hit sign up. It comes into your inbox. It's great stuff. Paul and the team there do an outstanding job of tracking down the stories and uh it's the stuff that's being talked about in the news and it's the stuff that's being talked about uh, in the industry. We're here at a conference. You already I heard several people talk about some stories as you ran, so uh Interesting stuff. It's really good. And I want to put in a plug for the uh, – we have a webinar that I'm doing with compliances. We're talking about TRID, so I'm really interested to get Jeff Bodie on the phone. I know Jeff real well, and he's a good guy. Hi, and I'm very interested about these uh, TRID uh, pools that are out there, and you're doing a great job of covering it. I keep covering that. That is really an interesting story as we look at uh, the consternation amongst the the TRID uh, buyers out there and right. getting, creating some – to more of these tri- Trid Pools. I think we're going to see more of it, and you do a great job covering it out. So good to have you with us, friend. Thank you, David. Always a pleasure. All Take right, care. folks. We have, again, Alice is out, so uh, she gave me a quick update on, uh, uh, well, to talk about what Alice is going to be talking about next week is we're going to have um, Alice on with the Humda update. So we're going to be covering, a lot of people are looking at Humdit's the next area, next regulation of focus. She has the popular job of talking about everything that's related to um, the legislature, what's going on and moving through the legislature, later, as well as what is moving through um, and how people are responding to the regulations that are happening that are already out there. So she does a great job and I encourage you to get a hold of her. I'm going to we're going to skip forward here and get into Sam Garcia in just a minute, but I want to get put in a word for uh, MortgageU you uh, Indicom. They do a great job and be sure to uh, contact them if you're looking for training needs or anything else. In fact, learn a little bit more. Let me play this ad, and we'll be right back with Sam Garcia.
0: Economic uncertainty has created a tremendous amount of market volatility for the past few weeks. Intraday price changes seem the rule rather than the exception. Have you been surprised by a midday price change? Have you been frustrated as you locked a loan just ahead of a price movement? Found it difficult to explain to a customer why the rate you quoted is no longer available? MBS Quoline can eliminate these frustrations. MBS Quoline monitors Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and Ginnie Mae mortgage-backed security prices in real time. It makes the information conveniently available on your desktop, smartphone, or by email or text. Message These are the same prices used to set mortgage rates each morning and to issue midday price changes when significant movement occurs. With MBS Quoteline, you'll never be out of touch with the market, whether you're in the office or on the road. See for yourself what MBS Quoteline can do for you. Go to MBSquoteline.com to start a risk free two week trial. MBSquoteline.com. 646 716 4972. The Lincoln on Lending Show is back. Here is your host, David Lickin. Good to have you with us, everybody. So much fun to have uh, this group gathered together. And again,
1: we're broadcasting live from the Mortgage Collaborative here in the. Dove Mountain, Tucson, Arizona, and at the Ritz-Carlton. It is a spectacular place. And everywhere I go, go, Dave, love this podcast. You did a great job on this one. There's so much feedback that comes. And, you know, everyone, I value so much the feedback we get as to what you want us to cover on this podcast. Again, created by mortgage professionals for mortgage professionals. We want to cover the topics you want to talk about. So be sure to get a hold of me and let me know. Email me at david at... TMS-Advisors.com, or go on to the website, look at a lending, and post some comments there, or shoot me a message via LinkedIn. Sam Garcia, good to have you with us. Another great website, MortgageDaily.com, giving an update on what's going on in the markets. And I particularly like the data that you have that's on your website, uh, MortgageDaily.com. Really good amount of information there. So, what do you have for us today, my friend?
4: Hey David, thanks for having me on. Hope you're having a good time in Arizona there and uh, I won't it. be on the sh- I won't be on the show next week cuz I'll be in Las Vegas uh for the Ellie May conference and for the ABS Las Vegas event. So uh, oh, uh, that's good. Couple more conferences out there I just wanted to mention. Um in our mortgage market index, uh it was down 13% last week and You know, that index reflects average per user rate locks by open-closed clients. But that drop wasn't so bad when you factor in that it was the President's Day holiday. Um, One interesting uh, note from it, those jumbo business tumbled 45%, way more than overall business. And at the same time... uh, the spread between jumbo loans and conforming loans uh, deteriorated. So jumbo loans aren't priced so well, kind of indicating that lenders maybe are getting a lot more refinances and don't need, necessarily need to attract as much jumbo business at this particular point in time is what I speculate. Ellie um, May uh, released its Origination Insight report, and that indicated a turnaround on loans increased has increased four days uh, since the implementation of TRID. Uh, everybody's always taking a look at that and interested to see how it's uh, how it's working out since then. Um, but, you know, even though the process has taken longer, uh, the closing rate was better. Uh jumped to 68.4% in January from 67.3% in December and 62.4% in January 2015. Hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, better productivity out there is always a good sign. Yes. Mortgage bankers put out their uh, economic outlook for February – and the trade group lifted its origination outlook for this year by $100 billion. Um uh, yeah, In addition, uh, they actually lifted last year's estimate of total originations by $144 billion. and even next year's outlook was up more than $70 billion. so much more optimistic uh, than they were just a month ago. Amazing what some low rates uh, do for the uh, outlook for the industry. Um, Fannie Mae also put out its... Uh, its housing forecast, and Fannie raised its 2016 refinance uh, estimate to uh, $558 billion, which was a uh, $100 billion more than it estimated in January. So another uh, set of economic numbers that uh, look good for the industry. Um, FHFA reported that nearly 2.1 million GSC loans were refinanced last year. It's a pretty healthy jump from 2014 when uh, the number was just 1.5 million. Um, be interesting to see how well we keep up with uh, last year uh, when this year is all done. Black Knight put out a report that indicated 30-day mortgage delinquency, excluding foreclosures, was 5.09% in January. That was 24 basis points worse than in December, and it was the first time uh, in 11 months that the 30-day rate was above 5%. I want to keep an eye on that because I've seen some other reports, too, that uh, show a little bit of uh, uptick in some of the delinquency numbers. Um, Interesting story we put out last week. Um, The Department of Justice announced um, that uh, a former senior attorney at the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation was sentenced to a year in prison and she allegedly obtained approval from Wells Fargo for a short sale, but didn't tell the bank that the buyer was her live in boyfriend. So she's got uh, a year in prison because of that. So uh, There was a report from Realty Track uh, last week that indicated Caliber Home Loans. Uh, originations during the fourth quarter was up 61% from a year earlier, and that was the biggest year-over-year gain based on the number of loans closed among the nation's largest lenders. So that's a name we haven't really seen uh, among big players in the past is Caliber. So they obviously are moving up in their uh, business. And uh finally um specialized home our specialized loan servicing announced that it has nearly 100 job openings in Colorado and in addition there's dozens of jobs open in Arizona too um and the statement said quote there is no need for prior mortgage related experience so uh adding adding uh, quite a few jobs and uh they're opening up to new players in the business interesting There's just,
1: you've got so much. I'm flipping through all the stuff that's on your website. It's a great compliment, (coughs) excuse me, to Paul's website at IMF News. And I just want people to check it out. This is a great resource, especially some of the things that you specifically focus on is excellent. And then I want to talk briefly, very briefly, just a few moments, if you could, about all the the reports that are on your website, because that is something a lot of people don't understand. There's just some great data. Talk about that
5: briefly, Sam.
4: Well, you know, there's a lot of good sources for information out there, and obviously we cover them because they make good news, and it's what people are interested in, Um, and so what we've pretty much done, I mean, we have some of our own information that we've dug up ourselves, but... All the stuff we report, we assemble into the tables. And, you know, when you look at just just tons and tons of, like, delinquency or production, which is our specialty is really mortgage production, uh, all the numbers that are out there are from all these different sources, and you put them into a table like that, it really gives readers a, a good way to kind of compare all the different pieces of data and put them all together and use them for, you know, of course their own forecasting and uh, plans and so forth. Good stuff, man. It's it's excellent. If uh, folks check it out, head
1: over to mortgagedaily.com, www.mortgagedaily.com, dot com, dot com, or email Sam at Sam Garcia at mortgagedaily dot com, or you give him a call at two one four five two one thirteen hundred. Get signed up for this excellent service. Thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate you dialing in each and every week. You're so faithful at doing that. And we'll miss you next week, but I want to look forward to getting a real good report right after you get back from all of that. All right, Lots thank you, Safe sir. travels, and talk to you soon, friend. Appreciate it. All right, you bet, man. All right, let's uh, get over. One of the things that we're excited about and we're working on is uh, talking about some of the technology that's out there in the in the world. And I look at some of the apps that are there, and I'm really excited about uh, Archmi's latest uh, app. And uh, they have some information what they're doing with their RateStar program. And we've got Jim Jump. We want to hear some comments from Jim. So. Well, Let's hear about that. Jim, take it away.
5: Hello, David, and thanks for having me on the program. Today I want to share some information about ArchMI's most dynamic and competitive rate program. It's called ArchMI RateStar, and it's a revolutionary mortgage insurance pricing solution that goes well beyond traditional MI rate sheets to provide our most competitive rates matched precisely with your borrower. RateStar is now available, and all you need is your NMLS number to start using RateStar today. RateStar allows for our customers to obtain our most competitive rate for each loan they insure with ArchMI, and in many cases, with considerable savings over traditional rate card pricing. Mortgage originators are letting us know that they like how easy it is to access RateStar, just how easy it is to use, and they really like the innovative design. RateStar is available to our customers via ArchMI's website at archmi.com or archmicu.com for credit unions. And the mobile app is available for Apple and Android devices. It is fully integrated with most loan origination systems and product and pricing engines. And with that, David, I will turn it back over to you and say thank you for the time.
1: It's always fun to have you on, Jim. You know, what I, I love to hear what Paul was talking about is the, uh, the, the rate at which ArchMI is uh, rising. It's a rising star, rising uh, so rising star with a rate star. So check it out, folks. Really good. Also very grateful to have Motivity uh, be a sponsor of the program. We love getting the Motivity KPI, or the Key Performance Indicator of the Week. And with us is John Maynell. John, what's the KPI of the Week?
6: Thank you so much, Dave. Great to be here, as always. And this week's key performance indicator is a strategic KPI called conditional approval to resubmit, generally measured in days. And like any strategic KPI, it can quickly uncover and help improve any and all processes that contribute to it. Beyond the actual processing cycle time that it's measuring, it can lead to cleaning up the general communications and workflow between processing and underwriting. And you may recall from previous segments that when it comes to causes and effects in operations, These types of strategic KPIs are the effects that can be tied to operational KPIs that monitor the causes of those effects and can quite literally drive specific behaviors that will produce desired effects like the attainment of certain performance benchmarks, a very powerful aspect of mortgage business intelligence that again shows that what gets measured gets results. And with that, Dave, I will thank you again and turn it back to you.
1: Love that. What gets measured gets results, folks. That is so true. Well, Let's get into the hot topic segment. So excited to have with us David Gansberg, he is the president and CEO of Arch Mortgage Insurance, one of the mortgage industry-leading MI companies. And they say, well, they're fairly new. How could they be leading? Well, it's leading through innovation. There's many ways in which you can lead in this industry. You can look at the numbers, or you can look at the leadership, and you can look at where things are going. And it's re- I'm really honored to have David Ginsburg with us. David, are you on the line there? I want to make sure we have all the technology working here for us.
7: I am here. Everything's working today. I think it would be, uh, it would be a bad failure if we are talking about innovation and we can't get the technology to work. So uh I'm here. <laughs> but <laughs> everything's working. It's it's my pleasure to, to join you for the first time. Actually first time podcaster in general, so exciting day
3: Excellent.
7: for me. Well, it's a great day to have
1: us on there and we're very honored to have you as a sponsor. But I'm also we, we carefully pick our sponsors and who we have on here and it's because we're looking for leadership, we're looking for innovation because our program is very innovative, and it's being listened to mobile. It's listened to why people are working out. In fact, David, I was at a New York event, and uh, one of the top news services, I don't know if I have authorization to mention their name, but uh, he heads up everything e-commerce. If I mention the name of it, it's like one of the major uh, news services uh, that are out there that provides um, uh, information for all the radio, television, newspaper, a lot of newspaper websites. So to get this guy, and I was invited to come to their reception. So I'm in New York up at this reception, and this, this gentleman starts saying, I hear Dave Licken's voice. Where are you? And he, stu- he waved his hand, and he came over, introduced himself. I had ever head up everything e-commerce for this particular institution or this particular uh, uh, group, and he says, I listen to your podcast. I came in needing to learn more about the mortgage industry. I live out in uh, an hour train ride in from um, into New York, and so I started at the most recent podcast and started listening, and I've educated myself on what's going on in the industry. Tell everybody that if they want to figure out what's going on in the industry, and if they're new to the industry, use your podcast. I started at the most recent. I listened to one coming in in the morning. I listened to the previous week going out, and I'm now two and a half years in the into your podcast and still being downloaded. So it's, it's a way to get it going. It's mobile, but you have some very good mobile initiatives going. But where I want to start off with our interview today, David, is really get your perspective on the state of the housing industry and how innovation are, is changing things up. We talked about Rocket Mortgage earlier. You guys have a very innovative app. Can you give us some background information on mortgage, mortgage,
7: uh, Arch mortgage insurance? Sure David it would be my pleasure I think you know as you say the, the the pace of change in the mortgage industry is is so rapid and um you know one of the things that really jumped out to me and um we were talking before about change in forecast for the mortgage origination market. You know, if you asked me a week ago what was going on in the mortgage market, I probably would have told you something different than I would tell you today. And, and you know, the pace of change is so fast that uh, we really need to, to come up with ways to, to keep up with that. And I think that's really been one of the focuses of us here at March, Arch. And, you know, as you mentioned, we're one of the newer companies coming into the business. We, we came about um, just over two years ago. So our, our official birth was on January 30th of 2014. Um, it was made through an acquisition of what used to be CMG Mortgage Insurance Company. And for those of you who've been in the industry for a while, you may know CMG Mortgage Insurance Company, Um, not to be confused with CMG Mortgage Company, but CMG Mortgage Insurance Company yep. was insuring loans originated only by credit unions. So we bought that entity and we expanded the business model, we recapitalized it, and now we're offering mortgage insurance to everyone out there, all the originators, all the lenders, yeah, everything from your largest national accounts to your to your super regionals, to your community banks, to your credit unions. And uh, it's been about two years and, and we are just uh, thrilled with the acceptance we've had in the market and the, uh, the pace we've been able to grow our business because, you know, I think we we bring a little bit of a different focus and and we recognize that um, you've got to keep pace and innovation is all about delivering a better product for the end user and delivering something better for, for the consumer. And, you know, for us, our our consumer is, is the loan officer. It's the loan processor. It's, it's whoever's really interacting with Arch. And, you know, we're very focused on trying to make that as as easy as possible. And, uh, you know, I think we've had great success to date.
1: What do you think is going on with housing? would love to get your macro view of the industry, housing, and uh, give, us, give us your perspective.
7: Yeah, I think you know there's, there's been so much recently in the, in the regulatory front, and I think that's been so true. really the number one headline-grabbing item. And I think with the mortgage business, like any business, I, I always view it as a pendulum, and, and the regulatory pendulum swings back and forth. And we went through a period of time. Um, you know, say eight, 10 years ago where the pendulum had swung too far in one direction. And now the pendulum starts to swing back the other direction. And now we've probably gone to the other direction to the point where there, there's been massive efforts toward regulatory compliance and building a better process. And, you know, at some point, the pendulum's going to start to move back the other direction where we're, we're going to find an equilibrium. And you know, that's where you know, sometimes it gets hard to, to achieve both innovation and delivering a superior customer product. At the same time, you're worried about your regulatory compliance because, you know, everyone's got limited technology resources, everyone's got limited compliance resources, and everyone's got a lot of projects they want to accomplish, and, and you've got to choose where it is. And, of course, regulatory compliance is always number one on the list, but some, that, sometimes that means some of the innovation suffers. Um, and, and we've had we've had so much, and, you know, most notably TRID, uh, has come out and, and, and David, your yeah. podcast has done such a wonderful job talking about trid and you 've had special guests on over the past couple of months talking about the impacts and the implications and, and I think Sam mentioned uh, just a little while ago the the recent Ellie May report that came out talking yes. about the the length the five day increase in the length of closings. Um, so we're starting seeing an impact there, but hopefully it's presenting a more understandable product for the consumer, because at the end of the day, you know, Trid is all about making sure the borrower understands what they're getting. They know the process. Um, you know, I'm not sure how, how recently, David, you've been through the mortgage process, but I know when, when we started Arch Mortgage Insurance here, I had a relocation. And just yes. a, sort of a sh- short anecdote here about, about my experiences, and this was pre-Trid. This was uh, two and a half, three years ago. And um you know the process is so complicated and we we worked with a reloc- relocation company uh here, here with Arch and, and um I've been with Arch Mortgage Insurance, as I mentioned, sort of for about two years, but I've been an employee of Arch Capital Group. That's the the parent company of Arch in in various subsidiaries for for almost 15 years. And so part of my relocation was was with Arch, and we had a few preferred mortgage vendors that worked with the relocation company. And uh, my experiences could not have been more polar opposite. Um, One I worked with, I was unable to even get a pre-approval letter from this mortgage company. Um, wow. And in the second one, I closed a loan on the purchase of a home in less than 30 days. Um, but the process was difficult, and especially with you know changing jobs and relocations and perhaps unsteady income between years, um, it was very difficult. And then you know the classic conundrum: you get the big stack of papers stuck in front of you, and you're told, <laughs> so "Okay, true. you know, you you have one person turning pages and another person uh, telling you where to sign." And um, you know, if, if we can through the TRID process make a product that's more easily understood by the borrower, I think that's really the the goal. And um, you know, not yes, without its growing so pains. But um, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's for for the good uh, of the of the consumer in the end. And you know, top of trade, we, we've had all this turmoil in the stock markets, in China, and oil prices. That's thrown a tremendous amount of volatility in the prices uh, of mortgages and, and MBS, right? And, and we know why it's being driven. And you know, you've done a great job educating people uh, about how that works. Um, so, we see yeah. that, and we went from a, a period where we expected increasing interest rates in a relatively limited refinance market in 2016 to radically change numbers. And, and here we are, not even through February, and, uh, and the forecasts have been different. And you know, we see it through our mortgage insurance, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners see it through their originations, that all of a sudden refinance applications have really increased somewhat surprisingly and, and very dramatically over the course of the last few weeks.
1: Um, it's, it's truly amazing to see that what's happening, and you know there's some evidence that the millennials are starting to show some interest. And I think the fact that they're more interest, the whole model is being turned upside down as it relates to the the, the who they're going to, where they're starting their process. So I think the fact that you guys have done what you're doing on mobile side, but let's talk a little bit about the conditions for lenders and borrowers. What, what do you see out there as it relates to conditions, and what does it mean for lenders and borrowers?
7: Well, I think th- there's definitely an increasing availability in, in products. You know, as I mentioned in the pendulum before, right, it swung too far one direction. And, and yep. while that may apply to regulation, I think it also applies to the availability of credit. And, and we're starting to see a more normalization. I think there's a lot more availability. I think people who maybe weren't able to uh, get loans in the past, or maybe people who were, but they believed they weren't. I think there's always a large segment of the population who just thinks, well, I'm not going to be able to get it. So why should I even bother? Um, so I think you're really, Seeing a shift there, and, and it's promoting much greater availability and I think greater access too. And, and when we think about millennials. I think we have to think not just, you know, what's a millennial and how do we get them to to want to purchase a home, but how can we deliver a process to them that makes it easy for them there to do it. And, it. and as you say, you know, they're used to dealing with technology and they're used to dealing with online things. But you know, that's not to say that they only want to do it online. You know, mortgage is a huge commitment, especially for first time home buyers. And while I think a lot of the process can be made easier, they still benefit from speaking to someone who helps them understand what are their options? And hey, what is, a, what is an FHA loan versus what is a conforming loan? And why might I why want to get a 30-year fixed rate versus a 15-year or an ARM or, or, or whatever the conditions may be? So I think it's about building a good blend of the, of, of the innovative and the new versus that good old-fashioned hand-holding and saying, hey, this is a big commitment. It's your first time. You know, yes. let's find ways to make it easier for you. And, and I think the industry has done a wonderful job. We had a few examples that we talked about earlier today, you know, whether it's the, it's the rocket mortgage or, or whether it's the, um, you know, the digital mortgage right. from guaranteed rate or the cash call from impact that we talked about before. It, it's about changing ways people access their products to make it more accessible and to make a more positive end-user experience. And, and I think that's what we're also trying to do with our mortgage insurance um, Especially as Doing we a talk about RateStar. Oh, thank you. Thank you, David. Um, especially with RateStar where, you know, RateStar is our risk-based pricing tool, and, and you can access RateStar in many different ways depending upon how your company is set up. You can either connect through through your loan origination system, you can connect it through ArchMI Connect, which is our proprietary uh, front-end system, or you can access it through your mobile app. And it's really about giving, giving the users the choice of how they can best use it, how they can best interact it, with it, how it best Fits into their business model, right? It's, it's not about what's best for Arch. It's not about how we want to get the loans. It's how we can best deliver that to the product. And and I think that's also true of, of the millennial or the first time home buyers is how can we best offer them something that they're comfortable using that works well for them in the process.
1: You know, I look at how the t- this all the t- technology that's coming out there is this presenting new challenges for loan originators
7: um i think challenges but but probably more so opportunities because if you can yeah. if you can more efficiently as you know, as a loan originator what do you want you want to be able to offer products You want to meet the needs of all your borrowers, but you also want to do it in a more efficient manner. So I think there's always some education, right? Anytime you have a new product, anytime you have a new process, there's always going to be some education. But I think ultimately, if if you're an originator or you're a lender and you can offer your loan officers either something that the guy down the street doesn't have – or something that the guy down the street has, but you can deliver in a more efficient manner or for a lower price, I think ultimately you're going to win. And, and there's such a, a war for talent out there that I think some of these things are going to be the difference uh, between being able to attract and retain quality uh, loan officers versus losing them to your competitor down the road. Yeah, I think you're so true.
1: Let's I'll talk about a little bit about the role of mortgage insurance. I had the privilege of sitting here at the Mortgage Collaborative and talked to Ed Golding, uh, who is the uh, uh, commissioner for FHA. I had a long conversation with him yesterday and really interested in seeing some of his perspective. He's agreed to come on the radio program. I'm looking forward to that. But help us understand the role of mortgage insurance in this complex market, and uh, where, where do you see it
7: going? Yeah, I think it's uh, th- th- that's a great question, and it's uh, somewhat difficult to answer. I look, look forward to hearing uh, Ed Ed speak on your show whenever that is, because you know when I think about us as a private mortgage insurance company, you know we're one of seven companies out there, and and, and Paul mentioned in the latest issue of the Inside Mortgage Finance, um, you've got the market share and the growth rates of the companies, but you know th- those six other companies are not our biggest competitor. Right? They're not the biggest competitor to private mortgage insurance. It's the FHA. And, you know, we think about um, consumers getting loans and being told, oh, you need to get mortgage insurance. Well, don't get private mortgage insurance, get an FHA loan. Well, FHA has mortgage insurance also. It's just kind of baked in. So maybe they're, they're, there's an awareness or an educational issue there. But um, you get an FHA loan, you're paying mortgage insurance as well. Exactly um, correct? but i think and you know, it's more expensive and- i
1: think you you look at what you're doing and you look at the the cost analysis and you know it it's it's more affordable
7: oftentimes so, yeah, absolutely, and that and that's where you know we need to, as an industry, as an my industry, to help educate people to understand you know where you may have a better opportunity to get a, a conforming loan through through a GSE as opposed to getting something through FHA, because in a lot of cases, as you said, we we are less expensive um, and and provide a better alternative. And one of the other big differences, our private mortgage insurance if it's on a borrower-paid basis, cancels when the loan amortizes to 78% loan-to-value. Uh, FHA mortgage insurance is for the life of the loan. Um, so I think it's important for consumers not just to look at what's their cost up front, but how is that cost going to change as the loan amortizes over time. And I'm not sure that's something that people fully appreciate. Um, but, but mortgage that's insurance sure. is, is a great product, and what it really does is it allows uh, consumers and allows borrowers to get into homes when they can't put 20% down. So in the normal GSE-conforming world, you've got to put, make a down payment of 20%. If you, if you can't put down 20%, you need to get mortgage insurance. And what that mortgage insurance does is it effectively provides that credit enhancement and steps into the first loss position and reimburses the, the lender or whoever is the investor of that loan in the event that there's a default. So mortgage insurance really allows access to loans for people who would not otherwise have that. That's time. It's so important for the future of our housing industry. So what
1: does the future of the MI industry look like from your perspective? Obviously, you guys have come in. You've got a great capital base behind you, and you're doing very, very well uh, out of the gate and growing, as Paul talked about earlier. But where where do you see the mortgage industry going? Where do you see the future of that, especially with all the government regulation and what we're dealing with?
7: Yeah, I think, David, the future of mortgage insurance is, is really going to take on a broader role. And I like to think of, of what we offer not only as mortgage insurance, because I think mortgage insurance sometimes gets put in a box and thinks, well, mortgage insurance is only buying this insurance policy at the time of a loan is originated. And, and I think of it more broadly as we're offering credit enhancement when people purchase loans, and that credit enhancement can take on many forms, one of which is, is mortgage insurance. Um, And as you probably know, the GSE charter requires some form of credit enhancement on a loan. One of those potential examples is private mortgage insurance. But I think there's a lot we can do to expand that, and, you know, you, you see some of the innovative structures that are being done uh, out in the marketplace, on on the front end especially, whether it's some of the um, recourse transactions that we've seen some of the large lenders do with the GSEs, and um, one, of, one of the guests earlier this morning mentioned the... Um, the new Bank of America program that was announced this right. morning. So I just I just caught the headline this morning uh, before joining you. But that's another form of not mortgage insurance, right? Because it says no mortgage insurance. But there's some there's got to be some form of credit enhancement involved in there. Exactly right? Right. Because right. if the GSEs are going to buy a loan, there's some credit enhancement. Well, I think of us as being in a position to offer that. And I think we've come up with some great innovative structures. And, and the beauty of what we do is it's Open to all companies. You don't have to strike a special deal. Um, you know, there, there's there's nothing that says you know, we can't offer it to any size lender, the big lenders, the small lenders, it's available to everyone. I think there's some great potential for MI companies to be involved in deeper MI cover. It's been a a hot topic of conversation lately where, you know, we ensure not just the standard loans we're doing now, but maybe those loans that are less than 80% value, where we can offer some credit enhancement and put another layer of defense in between the borrower defaulting on a loan and the U.S. taxpayer, because that's ultimately who's going to take that risk. So we've got private sector willing to, step up and take some of that exposure and really stand in front of the, the taxpayers uh, in the event that, that there's more defaults. Um, when you – go ahead, finish your thought there. I'm sorry. No, go go ahead, David.
1: Now, I was going to talk a little bit about one of the things I look for, and I want to go to leadership, but before I go to leadership, I want to go to innovation. And Arch has made a significant commitment to innovation and what do you see the benefits to the lenders? We're talking about to the consumers, but what are some of the benefits you see to the lenders on specifically your RateStar innovation, if you could talk a little bit about
7: that. Sure. I mean, I think there, there's a number of benefits, and, and I would put them in two broad categories. Number one, RateStar, and, and as Jim, Jim mentioned before, Jim Jump, great, one of the best names in the industry, by the way, I Jim Jump. I love
1: that name. A, um, perfect. <laughs> Jump in. So, yeah, I, I've had so much fun with that name. A great guy, too.
7: Yeah, he's great. He's he's one of our great guys, really been one of the drivers behind uh, behind the marketing of RateStar Star and and getting the message out. Um, But as you said, it it can more precisely match uh, a loan to a borrower in terms of what the risk characteristics are. So you know when you, when you think about how much we charge for mortgage insurance, um, some of that is based on the borrower. So you're the borrower, what's your credit like? How many borrowers do you have? Where do you live? What's the state? What's your employment? And there's other things like the loan. Is it a, is it a fixed rate loan? Is it um, an adjustable rate mortgage? Is it for 30 years or is it 15 years? And what RateStar does, it allow us to take the characteristics of both the borrower and the loan and distill that into a more accurate price than you can get from a standard mortgage insurance rate card. And what that means is there's going to be certain loans out there where we can offer a more competitive price. And more competitive price means you can have more effectively compete. You're the loan officer out there. You know, you've got a certain element of mortgage insurance. Well, if that can be a little bit lower, you can more effectively compete against people who are not using RateStar. So I think that's that's one of the benefits. Um, I think the second big class of benefit through RateStar is the ease of use and the ease of access. So we've created, as I mentioned before, different ports of access, one of which is, is the um, mobile app um, that's available both for, for Apple and Android devices. And, you know, it's sort of like the uh, Angry Birds of mortgage insurance apps, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's good but um so you can access it there it's quick you can get a quote back within just a few seconds by putting in basic information and it's done with a simple interface so you've got you know buttons and you've got switches it's it's very up on the latest technology um so it's very easy to use so we can provide something that's easy to use And it's going to be a better match for your borrower. Um, And I think those two things together are going to allow loan officers to compete more effectively. And if if you go to our website or go to our, our, our mobile app, you can see you're a loan officer. You want to get a price. All you need is your MLS number. That's it. Right. There's, there's no fancy sign-up. There's no password. There's no secret code. You have an MLS number. You put it in there, and boom, a couple seconds later, you've got a price. So in, in a really short period of time, you can get a, an attractive product, and I think that's the real di- differentiation there.
1: When you look at uh, the leadership that Arch is bringing to the industry, I want to talk a little bit about your leadership as it relates to why. how is it, Arch has done so well so quickly and come from such a place of, you know, of, of, of being obscure, not known. It's really come through uh, the leadership. So let's talk about your leadership. What is it? It starts with people. It starts with a vision. Talk about that briefly. We just have a few minutes left. I want to understand that sure. because I love focusing on leadership, and you obviously brought a lot of that
7: to the, uh,
1: to the company. Talk about that.
7: Yeah, I think, you know, David, as you state, it's, it's so important the people you have. And we have an unbelievable team of people who, who are making this happen. And as you said, we made a big investment in this, um, but it worked flawlessly. And I think one of the things that I'm most proud of is we envisioned this, this rate star and we created this product and we rolled it out and it worked day one. There was no complications, there was no hiccups, there was no issues, there was no problems. And, and really that's thanks to our people. So number one, you can have all the great ideas you want. You can come up with the most innovative products, ideas, solutions. If you can't execute them and you can't implement them, they're not really worth much. So having great people is important. But I think the second thing is right, Arch is new to the mortgage insurance business, but Arch is not new to insurance. And right. that's true of Arch, and it's also true of me. So I've actually spent my whole career in insurance, and while you know, not too many people get excited about insurance. I guess it makes me sort of a, a strange, strange guy because I find insurance fascinating and I love it, and it's, it's been my <laughs> career from the uh, from the day I graduated college. Actually Thank God someone graduated gets excited college. about the
1: all the technical aspects. You do an amazing job of it. So uh, I, that's, I know, that's so. but you were, but you have spent a lot of years on it. And as we wrap up, what is the vision? For or where you see the you know you talked a little bit about the future of MI, specifically mm-hmm. arch's vision what is what is your vision i know it's to be the dominant player in the marketplace no doubt uh, everyone wants to be there but how how what yeah. is it
7: going to take to get there well david i think it's just to just to step back for a second you know to be the dominant player only if we think that the product we can sell makes a lot of sense. And, and I think that was really the downfall of the mortgage insurance industry if you go back a few years. And you know, the Good mortgage point. industry came through the housing crisis, you know, with a bit of a black eye because too many people wanted to be the dominant company. And what that meant is they were doing things they shouldn't have done from a credit yes. standpoint and from a pricing standpoint. So, you know, would I have wanted to be the dominant mortgage insurance company in 2006, seven, eight? Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, that and, and I yeah, exactly. And I think that's part of the focus. And I think that's what Arch has done. And you know, I mentioned Arch is, is not new to insurance. Um, you know, we've been in the property and casualty insurance uh, business for many, many, many years. And just bring a different focus on analytics and, and this notion that, you know, you can't just always be the number one market share company. You've got to be prudent in managing your capital. And you've got to be prudent in understanding your risk. And you've got to be responsible. And, and ultimately, what you have to provide is a promise to pay. That's, that's what insurance is, right? We collect of money today and we make a promise to pay if something happens in the future. And if we can't honor that promise to pay, then the product we sell is not really worth very much or probably not worth anything. Um, so we're very focused on trying to honor that. And, and what that means is we be responsible. It means we use better analytics. It means we better quantify our prices. We understand what kind of exposure we can have in the event of another housing downturn. We know how bad can it get. And we make sure we can trade through and survive that and, and pay all of our claims.
1: That is the key. At the end of the day, it's being there for when, when it is needed. I think it's so important to the analytics that go into it. We've had several people say, have David come back and talk about the analytics. And I go, I know that is one of your favorite topics,
7: and it may oh. numb
1: the ears of some people. But David,
7: it would bore your listeners to no end if we spent half an hour <laughs> talking about analytics. <laughs>
1: well, I think more people are paying attention to it, David, and I think it's a differentiator. What you're doing there is oh, I, a I differentiator. Oh, I think so it is the way you're going about the analytics.
7: I, so I think it's interesting. And, and yeah, I just say look look at other lines of business. Look at auto insurance, for example. Look at homeowners insurance. You know, how do you yeah. get a homeowners insurance policy today versus how you did twenty years ago? How do you get a personal right. auto policy today versus what you did twenty years ago? And how do you get a mortgage insurance policy today versus what you did twenty years ago? The first two, auto home, they're pretty different. They're radically different. Right. Mortgage insurance, not not so different from what it was twenty years ago. And, and that's one of the things we're trying to change.
1: Well, it wasn't so much until you guys came along here recently with the RateStar app. Congratulations, doing an outstanding job, and also congratulations, David, on your success. It's been really something impressive. And, again, we're very honored to have you as a market leader in innovation, market leader in management, and your team on uh, as an advertiser on the program. So good to have you here. I cannot well, believe thank the you, time David. is up.
7: We- yeah, no, my, my pleasure to be here. We we love being a sponsor. We love your show, and uh, hopefully we can uh, have more good conversations in the future. I'm looking forward to it very, very much.
1: We've had as our special guest today
7: David Gansberg, President CEO
1: of Arch Mortgage Insurance. It's been a privilege in, to hear their vision, hear what's going on there. And, folks, we are excited to have you be a part of the podcast. Tell others about it. You can go to the website, look it on lending, to click on the ArchMI ad as any of our sponsors and learn more about their products and services and also hear about upcoming shows. We've got them stacked up. Next week we're going to have Alice Alvey, our regular guest. She's going to be talking about the beloved topic of Humda. Everyone's roll- embroiled on it, and there's a lot to learn about it. So it's good to have you with us, everybody. Be sure to tell others about the program, and be sure to come back next week. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week.